This week's podcast is brought to you by the fine folks over at Friendly TV. If you are a fan of classic television, then this is the streaming service for you. Friendly TV has over 40 channels, including MeTV, that allow you to relive your favorite TV moments and indulge in a marathon of your favorite classics with shows like Leave it to Beaver, Star Trek, A-Team, Andy Griffith, and many, many more. And best of all, the price is right. At the time of this podcast, plans start at just $6.99 a month. I'll put a link in the description section of this episode so that you can try a 7-day free trial of my favorite streaming service around. And now, on with the show. Lauren Green. I bet most of you think that you know this guy at least a little bit. I certainly thought I did, but truthfully, I knew more about the characters that Lorne played over the years than the man himself. And I felt like I really knew a lot about Bonanza and the character that Green played for 14 seasons on NBC. Ben Cartwright was the patriarch of the Cartwright clan. Each week, along with his sons Adam, Haas, and Little Joe, Pa Cartwright would have some amazing adventures and tackle some pretty hefty social issues every once in a while on their ranch, which was over a thousand square miles in size, called the Ponderosa, located on the eastern shore of Lake Tahoe, Nevada. And in addition to loving the show, both during its final years on primetime and then in syndication in the 70s, I also loved reading about the Cartwrights. My favorite book version of the show was this big little book called The Bubblegum Kid, do you remember Big Little Books? I love these things. There was text on one side of the page and then a full-size picture on the other throughout the entire book. These things were so much fun to read. But anyway, let's get moving. Time to talk about Lorne Green specifically and share a few things about the man that I didn't know and I suspect that at least a couple of them will be new to you as well. Okay, number one. Lorne was a proud Canadian. According to Wikipedia, during World War II, Green served as a flying officer in the Royal Canadian Air Force, and he was also assigned as the principal newsreader on the Canadian Broadcasting Company's National News. The CBC gave him the nickname, The Voice of Canada. However, his role was such that he had to deliver distressing war news, and his deep, resonant voice Following Canada's entry into World War II in 1939 caused many listeners to call him the Voice of Doom instead, particularly since he was delegated to the assignment of reading the dreaded list of soldiers that were killed in the war. Over time, as you might imagine, this role had a profound impact on Lorne Green. He knew that he needed to do something different. He wanted to lift people's spirits. He wanted to entertain. So after briefly taking on some additional narration opportunities, Green packed his bags and relocated to the United States. Stage roles turned into television roles, and before you know it, in 1959, Bonanza debuted on NBC. The second thing that you might not know about Lauren Green is that he really didn't think the show would make it. In an interview here on YouTube, Green talks about being skeptical about the show's durability. He knew Bonanza was special, but he just wasn't sure that television audiences would feel the same way. The third thing you might not know is that Lauren Green knew the show could not carry on for long after Dan Blocker's death. At the time, Green told his wife, that's it, it's finished. 
and while the show continued on for a 14th season without Blocker, his absence was severely felt. And in the end, Green was right. The show simply could not go on. Number four, Lauren Green loved being a father in real life, and because of that, many of his television roles had him cast as a wise and guiding family patriarch. While many remember Green's role as Adama on Battlestar Galactica, not quite as many remember him on ABC's short-lived series about a firefighting family titled Code Red. Regardless of role, Green played the kind of father that we all desired, strong and caring, willing to do anything for those that he loved. A few years ago, TV Guide ranked out television's greatest dads, and while I don't agree with how many of the TV dads were positioned in the rankings, see my Hugh Beaumont video for more on that. I do agree with their assertion that Ben Cartwright was one of the greatest. They ranked him out at number two, right behind Cliff Huxtable. Remember, folks, they weren't ranking the actor, just the character he played. Okay, the fifth thing you might not know is that while Green had no political aspirations of his own, he did have some mighty strong views which he shared when given the opportunity. In a 1966 interview with the CBC that you can find here on YouTube, Green provides his thinking about the Second Amendment and gun control. Given everything going on in the world, and in particular in the U.S. these days, it's interesting to listen to Green talk about the issue well over a half century ago. In a nutshell, Green thought that gun owners should have to pass a test similar to a driver's exam and that a certain amount of due diligence was required when allowing someone to purchase a gun. Green was also an activist when it came to wilderness preservation. Some might even say he was something of an environmentalist. Much of his later TV work was dedicated to highlighting the challenges that still exist to this very day. It's really a shame that Green passed away at such a relatively early age. He was just 72. I would have loved to have seen where Green's passion about this wonderful planet would have taken him later on in life. Oh well, the official diagnosis of death was pneumonia due to complications from ulcer surgery. What a bummer. So that's it. Five things that maybe just maybe you didn't know about Lauren Green. You know what? Five things, well, really not enough. Here in rapid succession are three more things worth mentioning. Lauren Green was a recording artist. My favorite song was a little spoken word gem called Ringo that came off of this album, Welcome to the Ponderosa. He was also a longtime spokesman for Alpo. He was so attached to the brand that after his passing, the dog food makers advertising both in print and television simply did not connect the same way with its intended audience. And of course, Lauren Green, along with Betty White, was a television tradition on the holidays here in the U.S., co-hosting the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade for years. All right, that's it, folks. Hey, if you didn't know, this podcast is a compliment to the videos that I make over on YouTube. And I would love to have you swing on by and check out my channel. It's easy to find because my channel is my name, Dave Sundstrom. Also, as long as I'm asking, why not add this little podcast to your subscription queue? I plan on releasing new episodes about three or four times a week. But most importantly, and as always, I want to thank you for taking a few minutes out of your day to get a little nostalgic with me. I really appreciate it. I truly do.